Hey there, listeners of The Numbers. This week's episode is for members of our Patreon only, as is every second episode of the podcast. We didn't want to leave you completely high and dry, so here is a short preview of the episode. If you want to listen to the whole thing every week, go to thenumberspod.ca and support us for as little as $5 a month. Here's the preview. I'm sure that a lot of his supporters in Alberta probably think it's a great idea, but someone's at the door. Hey everybody, Eric Grenier here. Welcome to this episode of The Numbers. I'm here with Philippe J. Fournier. How you doing? Good morning, Eric. Good to speak with you again. We have some numbers to dissect today. Oh my goodness, we have tons. It's almost as if that's the name of the podcast. Like, Oh my goodness. It makes sense. (laughs) Uh, So why don't we just dive right in. So we wanted to talk first about some federal voting intentions and numbers because we did have a couple polls that were out just in the last couple days. Uh, we had the ones from Nanos Research, which, of course, come out every Tuesday. And the regional numbers are paywalled. And the national numbers, I think, are usually paywalled as well. But they somehow make it out into the ether. So uh, Somehow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't have to go into... It's not me. No, it's not we don't me. have to go yeah. too much into detail. But, it, you know, the numbers did have the same kind of thing we've seen with other polls. 40 conservative, 24 liberal, 19 NDP. Big green number at eight, which is a little weird to me, mm. but... Uh, The number that I thought was actually the most notable, which is what Nanos led with in their release, was that Trudeau has dropped to 23% on best prime minister, which is the lowest he's been since before he became prime minister. Uh, Increasingly, we're seeing numbers that are like new records. Increasingly, and a 16-point lead for the conservatives. That is, I mean... That is massive. And the regionals are no better for the liberals. We won't divulge the, liberal, the, the regionals here because they're paywalled, and we respect paywalls. But uh, the, the, there's no solace in any of the regional numbers for the liberals like there used to be. Oh, look, it's maybe it's tied in Ontario. No, it's not tied in Ontario. It's not tied in Atlantic Canada. Um, but that number of best prime minister, uh, I think what changed uh, in the last 12 months, Eric, is I remember the first few polls that came out after Monsieur Poiliev became leader, and uh, even conservatives were lukewarm on on, uh, on Poiliev. And the base, of course, liked him tons, but in polls, when you, we ask favorables and unfavorables, he was not that high among conservatives. And then that number really jumped up. So when you see 33 for Poiliev and 23, 23 for Trudeau, I see really the conservative base, the whole the whole thing is behind Poiliev, whereas uh, liberals are starting to uh, think Trudeau should uh, should take the walk in the snow. And that, like we saw with, we t- chatted about last week uh, in the Angus Reid poll, there's a lot mm-hmm. of liberals that don't seem to be that happy with Trudeau. And yeah. uh, no longer New Democrats see him all that well. So he's not um, getting that benefit. Uh, I do think that in the end, you know, when the campaign actually rolls around, if it is Justin Trudeau is still the leader of the liberals, they still will have that ability to take some vote from the NDP uh, because that Angus Reid Institute mm. poll, for example, it had that the favorabilities for Trudeau were still higher among New Democrats than Poiliev's was, right? So yeah. if it becomes yeah. a polarized race, there's still that possibility that some New Democrats might feel they have to go to the Liberals to block the Conservatives. But if we're at a 16-point lead the day before the election, yeah. I'm not even sure if that argument actually works anymore. No, no, it doesn't. 
it, it really doesn't because it w what would be the point if you're a swing voter between the NDP and the Liberals and you see this it's like well might as well vote for my first party uh, there's something I wanted to ask you Eric it's more strategy wise because you have seen as much as I did how much campaigning the conservatives are doing they're almost in a constant campaign why don't the liberals do anything why don't i see liberal ads fighting back against poilievre and his team because I, unless i missed it but i, I figured the algorithms uh, have not uh, shown it to me but where is the pushback from the liberals i know you, they could say we're busy campaign uh, we're busy uh, governing we don't have time to campaign But you guys are getting killed in the polls. Like, they have to react at some point, don't they? I, I've seen a lot of Poiliev ads on TV. And there's been a few of them now that I've seen. Uh, one about, mm -hmm. uh, what is it, that he grew up learning how to manage a household budget. And that's how he'll run the government. It's this very short, like, 15-minute oh, oh ad, uh, which, you know... That's not governments are a bit more complicated than the. But anyway, that's it's an effective message, right? I've seen ads about uh, the uh, NDP liberal carbon tax and how gas prices are going to drop below a dollar if you listen. If you look at the ad, it's it has the mm -hmm. price when when Polyev comes in, the price of gas keeps sliding down, and before the camera cuts out, it's under a dollar. So we're going to get a, under a dollar gas soon. Um, mm -hmm. But I have not. You're right. I have not seen a single liberal ad anywhere nor an ndp one you have to assume it's just money they don't have it they don't have the money to spend and that's it for the preview of this episode to listen to the whole thing head to the numberspot.ca to become a member of our patreon we'll have a public episode next week hope you get to be a member thank you for supporting us Eric and I. <laughs>